0: Good. Yep. All right. What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of hashtag
1: Ask Livleen TV. Mario. We're here to answer your questions related to health or fitness or whatever you want to know. So we collected them yesterday on our at Livleen TV Insta story. That's where we collect the questions for this show now. So make sure you're following us at Live Lean TV on the Insta stories because once a week. We do the question collection and then answer them here yeah
0: typically we post a story on mondays so just make sure you look for that tag and uh also you got to watch the vlogs as well that we upload on mondays because we give you a key hashtag in those vlogs keyword for the ask Wibbling tv show this week is hashtag meltdown
1: meltdown
0: and that will pretty much guarantee that we'll answer your questions on the show because we get too many questions that we can't answer every single question. Mm -hmm. So by watching the vlogs, you'll get that insider key hashtag to use in your little uh, question. So are you ready to jump right in?
1: Yeah, we do have um, quite a few questions today, so we'll get as many as we can while our kids are out for a walk with Grandpa.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but hashtags, they get the, the priority. So first question is from... CL or CML two fifteen says Brad, as Kyla's gets older, will you be the cool dad? So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think I kind of uh, touched on this in the last episode about will I be a jealous dad? And I said I won't be a jealous dad. Like I'll be your protective dad, but I'll let Kyla make mistakes. I'll let her. Um, you know learn things on the go but I did cons- call myself I said I will be that cool dad I think don't you think
1: I yeah I have no doubt you'll be a cool dad like, you're a cool husband like, <laughs> so why wouldn't you be a cool dad
0: like I'll be uh, very involved with her school activities with her sports if she decides to play sports um, you know just really you're
1: fun you're just fun you guys like, you don't even know how fun he is like we play all the time it's so cute how you are with the kids already. Like Yeah,
0: they kind of come. They have their
1: special games, like chokeslam. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it Ledgly... It's very gentle it, fun. It's, it's just,
0: like yeah. we wrestle a lot. Yeah, and really she loves it. Like she'll come to me like, Daddy, let's wrestle. And, and uh,
1: racing around the house. And yeah, you are a very cool dad. Yeah.
0: So I think I'm going to be a very fun dad to, to be with Kyla, as well as when Cody grows up a little bit. I'm really excited for Cody, too, because as a boy, you feel like he can even take it. To the next level with like,
1: like rough around with, with rough more. with rough but, housing. But honestly, I think Kyle is the rougher I, of the two. I, of I them. kind of Cody's agree. Cody's like a little more sensitive. <laughs> yeah,
0: I agree. All right, next question is we're gonna find those hashtags because that is gonna get you on the show. Uh, next question is from Alondra Lopez Photography says, "What was the greatest piece of knowledge that changed your life in fitness and biz?" Ooh, that's a heady question. I love Dropping it.
1: Dropping knowledge here. Okay, so I think for me, oh man, I feel like I had a good answer to this, but I forgot already.
0: Okay, well, why don't give mine and then you can kind of yeah go
1: ahead. think
0: about it a little bit. So for me, I can't remember which book it was that I read, but this was back in the mid-2000s when I was on my journey of not just you know, living lean, but on my journey of discovering what I wanted to do in life. Like, what was my passion? How can I impact people in life? Like, what was I bringing to the world? And one of the quotes that I found was just the literal quote of insanity. So it's doing the same thing over and over again, but you're expecting different results. So that to me was like just this mind F where I'm like, I can't keep doing the same thing over and over again, then expecting something different. So this replied to many things. It replied to relationships. It replied to so a lot of to fitness as well. Like, when, you, when you're trying to like change your body and you keep doing the same things that got you into that body in the first place, it's insane to think you're gonna change. Mm-hmm. So that was when in my fitness world, that's when I transitioned from just like trying to do it all on my own to investing in a coach and investing in a program and finding that that change. Then from a business standpoint, I was you know still going to that nine to five job and I was just going in, putting in the hours and coming home and being like, oh, I'm not, passionate about what I'm doing so finally I started investing in myself and in tasting things so I got into uh, real estate investing so I was attending seminars I was reading books figured out that that wasn't quite right for me and then I started to get even digger deeper into fitness and I was like this is what I'm really passionate about so this is the route that I took and I'm still doing it today you know 10 years later Mm -hmm. so I think for me it's If you realize something is not working in life, you gotta change it and it's up to you to change it. It's not up to anybody else, it's up to you. Look in the damn mirror and say, it's on you, now let's go.
1: Yeah, so not just being open to changing but actually like Doing it and doing just it. saying you're going to change and then not changing. You have to like stick to that and, and in, Change is always hard. You guys it's so hard and investing it's investing
0: in yourself yeah. like Asking for help from coaches like that's the thing like get out of your own little circle thinking that you can do everything yourself And invest in yourself. That's how you're gonna get changed when you put money into the game it's gonna incentivize you even more.
1: Yeah, it's true. Cause you don't even know what you don't know until you learn it from someone else who's been through it. So I definitely think that's key. Um, I just thought of mine while you were talking, I was like deep in thought over here. It was to, um, offer value. I think that was the main thing. And this isn't just about business and offering other people value, but it's also about offering yourself value. And what I mean by that is like, we were talking about this yesterday at the gym when we're in our workouts. It's like so many people go into their workouts, just kind of going through the motions and not trying to like really suck the value out of each exercise Mm. out of each rep. Right. Because by making a rep more difficult for you, it's becoming more valuable to you because the result is going to be greater. So instead of keeping the, the value of your workouts low by just going through the motions, checking that boxes as I went to the gym today, it's like get value out of your workouts. And then it was the same thing with business for me. It's like giving value to other people makes you more successful in business because people are more interested in paying you if you're giving them more value. Yeah, so, so I
0: think another like side of that is like, don't look for the shortcuts. So when we were talking in the gym, like the point that I took from that was you're like, I always try to make the exercise harder on myself. The long
1: cut. (laughs) Because like,
0: if I take the shortcut, I'm gonna get the shortcut results, which is not the results you want. Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing in business as well is, if you go do all these kind of shady black hat things in business and marketing, you may get the short-term results, but you're not creating that lifelong brand, that lifelong relationship with your end user, exactly. and, taking like them, value. and taking them and taking them through that customer journey and giving them value, value, value. Like we've been doing this for um, over eight years now. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people have come and gone in those eight years because they just went for the quick buck. We're still in it. We're still in it for the long term. Yeah. And um, I think that's another key point to, you know, a good business lesson.
1: That was game changing for me. Because I think when I first started, even in the fitness business, it was just like bare minimum efforts, you know, not really realizing that when you give value, you get more value. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get what you give. So, in a nutshell, that would be my greatest piece of advice.
0: All right, next question from Hawaii8587 five, five, says, what do you think your kids will be when they grow up?
1: I think Kyla's probably going to be some kind of a performer, whether mm. it's kind of like an artist, musician, like, I don't know, circus performer. <laughs> like, may, maybe an athlete, maybe an Olympian. I don't know, she's going to do something that is, I think, both physical and, like, Um, showy, you know, because she likes to be the center of attention. Um, And then with Cody, I don't know yet, man. He's only four, almost five months old. I don't know.
0: Yeah, Cody seems to be, at this point, a little bit different than Kyla. Like you said, Kyla is like... way more
1: mellow, yeah. She's
0: out there. She wants to get people's attention. She's doing funny things, like amazing things. And Mm -hmm. Cody still is really chill, like you said. Um, But It's just
1: hard to tell so young, you know.
0: Yeah, from my standpoint is, like, I think as parents we need to like of course most parents are like i want them to do this or do this but i think as really good parents is to take that hat off and say my role as a parent is to put my kids in a position to win now when i say that i don't mean to put them in a position to win like you know keep um giving them everything and making life easy for them i mean setting them up with um the so let, allowing them taste a lot of different things kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. And then when they do find something that they kind of excel at and they really enjoy, then you really help them support that, support that mm. decision. So, you know, I would love Kyla to be an Olympic athlete. Like that would, in Cody, that would be an amazing thing. But if she's not into that, I'm not going to force her down that route and then feel like, or like, you know, most parents want their kids to be doctors or lawyers or accountants, you know, to get that professional job, but if that kid is 35 and just bored out of their tree and hates life, as a parent, did you really do a good job of putting them down that route if they're not enjoying what they're doing and they're not feel like they're making an impact and living a passionate life? I feel like the parent's job is to, you know, create that, or not create that, but, thrive that passion inside of them, figure out what it is and then help them, you know, pursue that and make a career out of it by making money, but also more importantly, providing an impact and value to the world. And then the money will just come.
1: I don't think we'll ever know, you know, the optimal way to parent because there's a, such a fine line between being too pushy and too passive. So of course we, you know, want to kind of mirror the way our parents did to us, which I feel like we both have great parents and they, introduced us to many things they supported our wants needs and desires by listening to us like if we liked something they would let us or help us continue it and if we didn't like something they would let us let it go so that's what I want to do with our kids too is just kind of like listen to them help introduce them to things because I do think it's as a parent important to be proactive Mm -hmm. and you know, kind of like nudge the kids a little bit because they're not going to just go out and join a sports team on their own. They're going to sit here and watch cartoons if yeah, you it, let them. So
0: And that point is like when I first joined my first sports team, um, I was playing hockey and I hated it my first year, hated it.
1: Right, and, but then you learn to love it.
0: But then my parents were like, like, let's give this a try. Let's keep going at it, and then I absolutely fell in love with it. So right. that's the other kind of key balance is when your kids say it's, they hate yeah. something in the beginning. It's like when do you kind of nudge off and be like, right. let's try something different, or when do you like, let's just give it another try. And I think that's so, a battle we'll always yeah, be fighting because
1: it's, it's just as a parent, there's no way to know when you're doing the right thing or not. You just kind of have to follow your heart.
0: Yeah. So I, and honestly, the thing another thing that Kyle is showing interest in is the garbage. Industry. Garbage truck. So the uh, she loves the garbage truck every time it goes by. So who knows if she wants to be a garbage person or garbage? Well, she what she also
1: loves bugs right now. Like she's really into bugs. Yeah, we'll, polies and,
0: we'll yeah. encourage her to be the best garbage person that she can or possibly be. She wants
1: be. to be an insect scientist. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever she wants is cool.
0: All right, next question from Rosalind KT says, "Can you do another home shred in what I eat in a day, please, Jess?"
1: Oh, please. <laughs> Um, yeah, like I definitely, I think it would be cool to do another home trip. It's not as easy now with two kids. You guys know I did Mm. that in the summer when Kyla was one and she was walking around me like kind of, you know, in the videos and stuff and it was adorable. But I think now with two, it would be kind of like a little bit too chaotic to manage both of them while I'm doing my workouts. But, um, yeah, I think... I do like the idea of doing another one. I'm gonna say maybe on this because I don't want to make any promises. I'm not sure. It is like a lot of work to to film a series like that. Um, and I'm also working on other projects at the same time. So I'm not trying to say like I'm shying away from something that's a lot of work, but it's just that I do have other projects that are taking priority this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Probably it's not going to be this summer. I can tell you that, but maybe next year or in the future at some point. I'm definitely, you know, considering and work in the works um, doing more follow along home workouts for you guys because I we've gotten so much like raging positive feedback on the follow along home. We are raging people. I love this so much. So we listen to your guys' feedback, and I'm always like considering that and and doing stuff that will will work for more people. So. Um, and then as well, as far as the what I eat in a day, yeah, I probably should do an updated one. Although, I mean, the reason I, ha- I don't do like a lot of them is because my eating really doesn't change that much. So uh, the videos that I did in the past, like what I eat in a day, those are still relevant because they're still so similar to the way I continue to eat. You know, with Living Lean, it's no, um, you know far off crazy variations of things. It's like the staple meals are just what we eat to live lean. And uh, that may sound boring and basic, but as you guys know, if you follow us, we have tons of variation within our recipes and stuff. It's just, it's the building blocks that stay the same. The flavors change a lot. So I may be uh, willing to do more what I eat in a day just to show you more different variations and different recipes. But as far as like the calories and macros and everything, pretty much... It's, it doesn't change that much from where it was when, when I did the, those videos before. So thank you for the recommendations. So.
0: Okay, next question from a Clement Four. When is the best time to work out or does it really matter?
1: Yeah, I think um, it does matter in the sense that when you have more energy and more focus, you're gonna get a better workout than when you don't. So for different people, that's a different time of day. Like for me, that's midday. Like I'm so groggy in the early, early morning that I'm just not focused, I don't wanna be there, and I'd you know rather be just uh, mellow at that time of day. And then same thing at night, I'm like sleepy, exhausted from a long day of working and managing the kids and everything. So for me, the optimal window is somewhere in the middle of the day. When the sun is out, I've had food to eat and I feel my energy. Um, For other people, you may like come alive at night and then that may be your optimal time to work out. And for other people who just can't do it at night or have other obligations going on, then early morning becomes your only option. So it it matters in the sense that you're going to get better results when you're the most focused and most consistent. So other than that, I don't think it really matters.
0: Yeah. I mean, you you nailed it all. The only thing that I would say on top of that is um, for people who train at night, sometimes that can kind of mess with your sleep habits as well. So for instance, if you're taking a pre-workout energy drink after the office, so you know, you get home at six, um, you take a pre-workout around seven, you go to the gym from like eight to nine, then you get home around 9, 30, 10, you have your post-workout shake. It's like, you're, you're prepping your body for like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, some people can just fall asleep like that after that, but it really depends on the person. Yeah. So I personally am more of a morning workout person to a mid-morning workout person. So I love crushing a workout first thing in the morning. It's not to say that I always do that, but I feel like when I get that accomplished, I feel like I can do anything in the day. It's like I got that big you know, workout in, the, the horm- happy hormones are coming in. I remember I used to train before I go to the office in the morning and I was like, I felt so accomplished, like I was looking around and I was sizing other people up like, I bet you they didn't work out. This was back in my early journey. So that was just one of the things to like get me motivated and make me feel good about what I was doing. You
1: feel like you're getting the upper edge. Or you're something. getting the upper edge yeah. on
0: people. It's like, I got in, I got it done, and now I'm ready to like focus on work and get this done. Then I can go home and relax because I don't have to go to the gym after work. You just kind of get it out of the way. So that's one of the things I would say there's there's no best time to work out it depends on you but if you had a choice i would say get it done early in the day
1: yeah and some of the big reasons for that are like one you're going to be more consistent with it and then two you're going to have a better sleep pattern
0: and the other thing is your willpower is strongest in the morning so the willpower is like a muscle the more time you go throughout the day the more decisions you're making through the day that willpower is getting weaker and weaker that's why a lot of people binge at night because their willpower so weak at that time. So get the healthy habits done first thing in the morning, and then you won't give yourself a chance to just say, ah, screw it. I'm not going to the gym today.
1: That's one thing I was just going to say is like, I don't know if you guys relate to this, but I so relate to this. If I tell myself I'm going to work out, oh, but I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. When later finally comes, I just go, never mind. (laughs) Like it's so easy to just back out of it and be like, oh, it's too late now. I'll yeah. just not do it. Yeah. And if you do that so many days in a row, then you're not even working out. So <laughs> I think definitely like getting in in the morning helps you avoid that like later, later, Never mind. So
0: comment down below guys, feel, uh, you know, interact with us here in the comments, tell us when do you work out? Like what is your preferred time to work out? um be curious to see what everybody's saying down there next question from jacqueline castro says different women body shapes need different training styles question mark how true is this
1: i think it's way more closer to false than it is to true
0: well i always say train for your goal i consider myself like an ectomorph because if you look at my joints i have really um, thin joints. like I can put my hand around my ankles. I can put my hand around my wrist. My goal when I was beginning off was to build muscle. So I was doing the things to build muscle. Now for someone who is bigger bone, like an endomorph with thicker joints and everything, you and, and thicker legs because it's just like the bones are bigger. You can't reduce the size of your bones. So right, but
1: you, what I'm thinking is like apple shapes, pear shapes, square body types versus round body types that kind of thing mm-hmm. which is a little bit different than the whole endo meso, ectomorph thing
0: It's like you can be an endomorph which means you're thicker right but you can Between still have Lee, low yeah, body exactly. fat but you're still yeah. gonna look thicker right because that's your body type
1: well and vice versa like if you are an apple shaped body like meaning your weight tends to go towards your middle and your legs remain skinny Um, you could be a leaner apple, you know, like if you get as lean as possible, maybe you still have a short torso and long legs, but you still have a six pack. You know what I'm saying? So So how
0: would you train differently for that though? Well,
1: I know that's that's kind of what is coming down. That's why I said it's more false than it is true because I feel like it, like let's just take one program for example, like Formula for Women. If I were to have an apple body woman and a pear body woman go through the program, I feel like the results at the end would still look pretty similar. Like they both have the uh, potential to get a six pack, mm-hmm. but it's just not gonna look the same because on one woman it's gonna be like long and drawn out and the other one it's maybe shorter and squattier. So, you know, they both can get lean, both can get the results that that program is designed for, but it's not gonna look, they're not gonna look like identical twins. You
0: no, know, I think the bottom line here is some people are tall, some people are short, like you can't change it. Like we get questions all the time. Like if
1: you ask me, how do I become seven feet tall? That's what like, I'm, that's sorry, that's bro. what I was
0: saying. I yeah. wasn't talking about body composition. Okay. Like we get questions like, how do I get taller? Like yeah. <laughs> legitimate questions. How do I get bigger boobs? So like, like you can't well. change certain <laughs> things about yeah. your body. And I'm taking this question from like the bone side of things, like the big boned, the thick boned. like, these are things, genetically that you were predisposed to, that you were given, you can't change bone size. So I know a lot of women say, my legs are big, like I got big calves, I got cankles, those sort of things. Like some of those things you can't change because we're talking about like the bone underneath, you know, all the layers of skin and everything else. So there's certain things that you can't change. So, but I
1: don't think that, that that's what this question is about. Well, I don't I know. Mean, yeah. See, when she says shapes, I don't think she means types. Like an endomorph would be a different type than an ectomorph. Yeah. But a shape, I think to me, that means whether the person stores fat in their hips versus their, you know, torso. Well, or like, like, you know, they're okay, you well, have a different shape based on your genetics.
0: Yeah. So for instance, if you want to build a bigger booty then a program that's designed to build a bigger booty would be the right way. Am I thinking of that correctly? Like, yeah, it's, that's body shape. But
1: from what I'm getting from the question, she's thinking like, okay, so you have two different women. One's an apple shape, and one's a pear shape. Should they follow the same training or does their training need to be different? And what I'm saying, what I'm recommending to all of you is that yes, you follow the training based on your goal. So say apple-shaped woman and pear-shaped woman have the same goal. They both want to look like a fitness model. They both should follow a fitness model that's, training. That's
0: the, the point. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at is like if you have two apple-shaped women, yeah. they may not have the same goal. Right, right, right. So it's not that like I'm apple-shaped, so my goal is probably the same as this is apple-shaped, so I should no. train this way. Right. Train for your goal. Yes. That's what... Yes. Okay, I think we just concluded the I think question. We figured it out. Based on that analogy <laughs> yeah. of it, you have two apple-shaped women. It's not like you're an apple-shaped woman, so you have to train this way.
1: Yeah, or it's like, like all apple-shaped women need more cardio or like yeah. anything like that. You're an so, apple-shaped yeah.
0: woman. Now let's ask, what is your goal? Right. Okay, then let's do that program based right. on your goal. Right. So exactly. Okay.
1: So that's why I'm saying from the get go that this. Statement that different body shapes need to train differently is more false than it is true.
0: Okay. That was a long-out question, but oh,
1: Confusing but some, I hope that helps. but sometimes
0: it. like just talking it out. Yeah Can get a better understanding of the meaning behind the question
1: And this is why we do kind of wish this was live with you guys because we could ask you for more clarification on your questions Because we don't always understand the questions as they're written in one sentence, yeah. but um yeah hopefully going through all of that kind of helps uncover the the true answer to what we think about that, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay,
0: let's do one more question on the visual, so on the YouTube show, and then we'll answer one question like we always do over on the podcast, so if you're not subscribed and listening over on the podcast, you're missing at least one question every episode, because we do an extended version over there to try to get more people from YouTube over to our podcast, because the podcast is dope AF, and we wanna grow it. <laughs> okay, so next question from Steph parr 13 says, do you work out every day, and how long do you believe makes a good workout
1: okay um so no the short answer is no we don't like quote unquote work out every day we are back it up every day back it up what
0: say i not we
1: well you don't actually work out every day either
0: i do work out every day
1: you consider like stretching and recovery stuff a workout
0: absolutely it's a mobility workout. so it depends
1: on what you consider a workout because We are active every day. We're doing something every day, whether that means weightlifting or stretching or doing kind of like a mobility. We talk
0: about this at times, like when we're shooting individual videos and stuff. Yeah. Like I always have to tell Jessica, like speak in eyes, not we's
1: right because we and, are two different people because we're two <laughs> yeah. different
0: people and if you guys have been watching our show for a while like you see we take different stances on different topics it's true
1: and we definitely disagree on something yeah
0: so like, absolutely. so like in the past Jessica is always like we do this we do this and then i see some people asking me well Jessica said you guys did this so we talked about it and we're like you need to start using i's and we's and it's you just true. said we yeah. um and that Cause I was going to take the totally different stance.
1: Well, I, what I kind of meant by we is like we, the live lean nation. Like I meant like us and everyone who follows our advice, because if you've done one of our workout plans, you see there are rest days. There are off days on our program. But that's
0: different. I know it's kind of like a, I don't want everyone out to think
1: that like when you're living lean, you have to go hard every day, no, hard every it, day. You that's, know?
0: but I, I, that's what I was going to say when I was got okay. to my, my side of the okay. story. So you finish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so by we, I didn't mean Brad and I, I meant like we all live leaners basically. But I, the point I'm trying to emphasize is that it's recovery isn't a really important part of muscle growth and muscle maintenance. You cannot like just beat your body down every single day because exercise is a stress to your body. Yeah. So you need to counteract that with some recovery. So if you consider a recovery mobility root stretch routine to be a workout, then yeah, maybe it could be. You're doing something every yeah, day, I'm, or a walk. Like some days, I just go for a walk.
0: Yeah, like the, but, so. F- from my perspective, I try to be active every day, and I do that not necessarily just from a physical standpoint. I do that from a mental standpoint. Right. Like I, I've talked about this before. Like I go through um, anxiety in life, and one of the ways that I can help get out of that mindset of anxiety and to help take. Free time to myself, like me time, like mental health time, I do that a lot of times in the gym. So when I go to the gym seven, I go to the gym seven days a week. So when people ask me how many times you go to the gym, I go seven days a week. There's sometimes obviously that I miss days because I'm traveling or this and that, but the majority of the time.
1: Probably go at least 340 days out
0: of it. Yeah, seven days a week. But like you said, it's not like I'm in there crushing squats and deadlifts seven days a week. I'm in there four to five times a week doing resistance training style workouts. Maybe one to two days of sprint high intensity style workouts and then there's like a days where I'm just in there doing mobility, stretching, um, those sort of things. It still gets me to my me time. It's still moving my body. I still get my heart rate up but I'm doing my body a recovery service by doing it.
1: But I feel like you can't call that a workout because it's
0: I'm working out my mind.
1: Okay. So just, I guess you have to (laughs) clarify what is a workout to you? And so yeah, the answer is really mixed on this. Like I personally don't go to the gym seven days a week. You guys probably know this if you follow me, a lot of my workouts are done from home and if I do make it to the gym, it's one to two times a week at most. Like I think last week I even didn't go at all. Yeah. Right. There are some weeks that I don't go to the gym at all. So my gym frequency is a lot less than his, but I still am active every day. And like at a bare minimum, I'm going for a long like 20, 30 minute walk. Yeah, so I guess- That the, would be the minimum activity so, I do. So
0: I guess the more detailed question would have been, How many times do you lift weights in the gym a week? That
1: is a different question. How many times do
0: you cardio a week? How many times do you stretching a week? Those, like, that's to get a little deeper into the question. Yeah. But when it comes to how many times do you work out a week, I consider myself working out every single day.
1: Yeah. So there's two different ways to answer that question. And if you want to know how many times you should work out per week, the best thing to do is follow one more training schedules. This is
0: different. Like this is my, this is like as much physical health for mental health for me. So that's why it's so important for me for self-care. Like the gym to me is self-care first and foremost. That's from a mental and from a physical standpoint. I
1: love that.
0: That's huge to me. Like I need that. Like You know if I miss a day. Yeah. I'm not the same person.
1: Yeah, you get a little irritable.
0: Very irritable. <laughs> I'm not very irritable, but I yeah. definitely am on edge. Yeah. But when I get that chance to be by myself, in the gym, in a zone, like taking care of things, then I come home and I'm a different person.
1: Yeah. One thing that's always been funny to me, I, I don't know if you guys find this interesting, it's like people who watch our show and really engage with our stuff, they some occasionally ask like, do I have to work out or can I get mm. lean just by dieting or something and I'm like okay so why if you want to live a lean life how is physical activity not a part of that for you or like how do you not want it to be and and it may be hard at first if you're not used to moving your body every single day I understand that it is hard to go from zero physical exercise to daily physical exercise but it doesn't have to be like all out crushing hard every time you do it which I think is the misinterpretation a lot of people make they feel like if they don't spend a whole hour or if they don't um work hard enough that it doesn't count but physical exercise can be as little as uh, you know even a four minute tabata in your living room or something just doing a little bit every single day will help you gain the momentum to then increase the intensity then increase the um the resistance and yeah yeah, your capacity and everything but if you're struggling to get in shape and like stay active every day and you're wondering like what's the bare minimum I can do to get in shape it's like start with just going daily even if it just means getting your feet in the door just um, it, it doesn't have, even have to be to the gym the feet in the door to your workout space in your home but just getting that momentum rolling I think will really help you and yeah for sure like seven days a week is fine as long as it's not the same hard intensity intense crushing your body workout every day. So some days easier, some days harder, but just don't skip a day if you want to get that momentum going.
0: All right, that is the show, YouTube. So uh, thank you guys so much for your questions. So make sure you do comment down below on the the questions that we ask you in this episode. Also, we always put the timestamps down below in the video description. So if you want to bounce back and forth between questions, if you don't have time to watch a 30-minute video, like I get it, um, but that's another reason why we have the podcast as well so that you can be going to the gym and listening to us. You can be driving in your car listening to us. You can be walking the kids, walking the dog listening to us. That's the great thing about podcasts is that it's secondary, so it's passive um, enjoyment you don't have to physically sit there and watch something so if you're not listening on the podcast as well go over and subscribe to the podcast and we're going to jump over there right now actually yep. and answer the final question so i got a good one picked out here youtube thank you guys for watching living lean Live Lean. boy all right podcast let's do this this one is from anka v what other hobbies do you have except living lean and <laughs> except watching sports for Brad? A little personal question here for the podcast.
1: Yeah. Um, My hobbies, first things that come to mind is I love um, painting, which Mm. is crazy because it's one that I haven't really done in a while since the kids were born and since we've been moving around a lot. Um, But I definitely want to get back to painting because that has always been one of my hobbies ever since I was a little kid. My grandmother taught me how to paint. And we have paintings hanging in our house mm-hmm. that I've done. Jessica Originals. Yeah. So I would love to get back to painting. I find it's one of those hobbies that I can just uh, zoom in on and like f- and shut the world out, you know. And I can paint for like eight hours straight and just like be in bliss, you know. I love <laughs> that. Um, some other things I really enjoy are playing sports. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I used to be a volleyball fanatic, especially indoor volleyball. I don't love like beach sand volleyball as much as indoor but indoor Which is so weird volleyball saying. is, oh my God, I love it. Beach
0: volleyball is so yeah. much better than indoor volleyball. I know, that's what everyone says, yeah. but I
1: prefer indoor so much. Um, then also ping pong. I ah, freaking love ping pong. Brad and I play ping pong a lot. <laughs> I love that
0: you consider ping pong a sport.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, a hobby at least. I don't know if it's, yeah. It's It's, I think a, it's sport. a sport. I yeah. give it a
0: shout out to all of the, yeah. to the ping pong pros out there.
1: Um, some other things of mine, this is kind of like, a weird one I guess but I love coffee mm. so I consider coffee to be kind of like a hobby of mine because I love um making coffee at home I love going out for coffee like I'm a coffee lover mm-hmm. so does that count as a hobby I'd say so I don't know okay you, so let's hear some of you yours. bought a
0: you bought an Espresso expensive coffee maker and mm-hmm. you're trying to learn how to make it good. did you say copy maker? I think I did <laughs> photocopy <laughs> <laughs> machine photo copy maker <laughs> 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 so mine so you excluded probably The number one, sports. Yeah. Um, But But they already know that. Does that include playing sports or watching sports? Sounds like watching. Both those. You like
1: to play sports too? I remember I used to go to your football games. Yeah, Was it um, touch football?
0: It was touch football, yeah. Yeah. Um, Love, that was like, I never played football growing up. Like tackle football.
1: When I moved in with him in Canada, he was still on a league. And I used to go and like hang out with your dog and watch.
0: Yeah, we never had um, football growing up where I, like, tackle football growing up. Yeah. So I always played sport. I always played hockey, baseball, basketball, golf. Like, I was, like, an athlete for everything. Mm-hmm. And then when I got asked to join a league in my 30s and touch football, I just said, let's do it. Fell in love with it. Dominated the league. MVP status. <laughs> Not to toot your own Not horn, to though. Not to my own <laughs> horn, but... Um, so, no, okay, if I can't talk about sports, then let me talk about... biome. And I know you're listening on the podcast and you can't see this, but I'm pointing to my shoe... My sneaker um, collection. collection on the shelves that you would see in our YouTube show.
1: So shopping and flipping sneakers. Shopping for is.
0: sneakers yeah. is definitely, I love it. Like. Yeah.
1: Um, I've been to a lot of sneaker stores with you.
0: And this was started back when I was a little kid. I remember going to Florida on a trip. My parents booked all these Dis- like Disney resorts, Epcot Center, all these places. And all I wanted to do was go sneaker shopping mm-hmm. and buy sports cards. <laughs> so baseball cards, hockey cards, those sort of things. So I fell in love with it back then. I remember my first pair of Nikes that I got. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there. And now when I can actually afford the sneakers that I want, <laughs> like the any sneaker that I want, I can afford it now. Um, I basically have just kind of taking that hobby and taken to the next level.
1: You know what else I think? I was just thinking of like, what do we spend our downtime doing a lot? And it's funny now because our business is our love. Like yeah. fitness is like, I started thinking like fitness is one of my hobbies, yeah. but it's also my job now. But I feel like it's still a hobby of ours in a sense that, we do enjoy it so much that when we're, um, you know, making fitness videos or just doing our own workouts, like that feels like I'm fulfilling one of my hobbies too. Cause I think if I had another job, I would probably still be into fitness on the side. So yeah, I don't know if that counts to say that your job is also your hobby. No,
0: like but. I was just looking on my Instagram feed. Um, I saw a post from Bedros Cooley and he said, find three hobbies you love, one to make you money, one to keep you fit and one to keep you creative. Mm. So that's a cool thinking, right? So one to keep you fit, which fortunately for us is our career. Yeah. <laughs> so that's easy. One to make you money, which is great because that's our career as well. Yeah. And, and it
1: keeps us creative. And one to keep
0: you creative, it makes you keep you creative as well.
1: I feel like fitness does all three of those. For but for us. you,
0: like the painting thing to keep you creative. Yeah. Um, I honestly find like you know my my sneaker game is kind of creative as well. Like it's yeah. it's collecting different creative pieces of art. Like to me, sneakers are art. Yeah, like it's what you like it's it's an art piece. So But
1: you're so creative with fitness too. I feel I find you're like really good at that too, mm. like coming up with different workouts, different exercises, um different spins on like making nutrition interesting for people, like I feel like you do. Um, a really good job of being creative in that arena as well. So even though it is your job, it's still a creative outlet. And I guess the
0: one other thing is that I've kind of fallen off a little bit on, but playing music, like um, my my keyboard is here beside me. I'm self-taught on the keyboard. I'm not great at it, but um, it's one thing that I really wanted to get better at but just with so many things going on especially with the kids know. that was taking a hit another
1: thing my mind went to i was like does raising kids count as a hobby because yeah. that's what i spend most of my time doing right now yeah. um, but i know that that will change in the future as the kids get back to school we'll have more free time to go after our individual hobbies. But, I mean, raising kids is a fun hobby too. I mean, yeah. it's so fun and so rewarding. So With
0: its downfalls as well.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm not going to act like it's easy. Yeah. I just said it was fun. <laughs> yeah,
0: At times it's fun. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. yeah. All right, podcast, that's it. That Those are a few of our hobbies. Thank you guys for those uh, personal questions. We like getting personal with you guys as well and not just being 100% fitness. So that is the show. If you guys like the podcast, make sure you leave a review and Send us a screenshot of your review on Instagram because we've been hooking up people with a little something something when they send it to us. So tag us at Livelin TV with your review and we will try to hook you up.
1: Yeah. That's it. Thanks for listening. Keep. Catch you on the next one. Living keep living, living.